This is the Podcast Derby, a blacklist podcast for this week's episode, T. Earl King, fourth, number 94. Really long name. I know. Could just like been the like the King family or something like that. I know. <laughs> we have a consecutive Whoa. number uh, go on this week. Last Did week we? was 93, so this is 94. Tightening it up that. a bit. Dude. But oh, uh, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, for first general thoughts, uh, uh I did. It was it was kind of neat. Um, it's a neat story. It, it had its you know Star Trek quick ending, but uh, yeah, it, it tied up all kind of the loose ends. It ever so lightly brought in a previous episode with Madeline Pratt, which I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you know, I went back and had to look up that episode, and I because I, I, I remember the name. I remember. Yeah, I remember exactly. what happened in the episode. I just don't remember her. <laughs> I don't remember what happened in the episode. I remember the name, uh, but I couldn't remember if it was... I couldn't even tell if it was this season or last season. It was last season, and Lizzie went uh, as like a date with Red to a big uppity function type thing, and uh, they had a break in, and they were uh, breaking into some computer. Nope. And that's... But I had to go back to find that out because I really did. They picked somebody that was kind of random that, you know, and they picked a blacklister that they had never killed. So, well, there aren't very many of those, right? So you figure I'd remember those, but apparently I did not. So. Right. Uh, but uh, that being said, her whole—I mean, she was in it for all of like eight seconds as being part of a, a fake abduction. So, yeah, it was. They can uh... capture Red and get Red off guard, which was. Yeah, well, obviously, I mean, we saw the preview last week, so it was, wasn't teased very well. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he was uh, captured by these kings. Uh, I guess this king family auctions up lots of stuff, people, items. So and that's how what, they make their money. So what was the game, right? So the game, as I understood it, tell me if I got this, right? Mm-hmm. Their Their whole thing there is at the end of the auction, whoever has... The least money has to play Russian roulette. Correct. Very yeah, ba- simply. That, that's it. Yeah, basically the brothers, and I'm guessing throughout the history of the family, the siblings would all have to bring items in to auction off, and whoever's items auction off the least uh, amount of dollars has to do the one out of six chance. Right. Or whatever it is. It's Yes, I mean, well, I mean, the, he, he'd said that. Um, what a dumb game. Because <laughs> then what happens? I mean, I guess, okay, when there's one sibling left, that's the one that's going to carry on. Now that sibling's got to go make little ones. He's gotta, yeah, he's got to go, yeah. And, uh, and then <laughs> run the same game with them. So, you know, in the meantime, I guess he'll just keep running the game until the kids are old enough to do their own thing. I don't know. It, it, uh, it did seem kind of odd, but they... Whatever it was that had been going on forever, and yeah, I guess they said two hundred years. Yeah. So, but you know, it's just like a neat little twist to you know how evil they were because they were willing to do that to their own family. Yeah, I, I don't know. But aside from that, uh, there was lots of uh, lots of little backstory, lots of uh, revisiting old characters that we revisited. Uh, Yabari. I don't remember him either. He was the one on the beachhead with uh, Red, and Red had like uh, missiles aimed at him. And uh, 
Oh, I do remember, and I'm really, I feel really dumb now because I wrote down later. I think that was like a Berlin episode, or right around that time when Berlin yeah. was big. Because uh, I wrote down, I was wondering if I'd seen him, and I couldn't remember. And I wrote down, oh, the Cameroon guy is in on it, you know, and he was going to actually save Rem. That's what I thought at uh, first. Too. I, you know, and I wrote down, you know, damn, damn, damn. Oops, because you know, yeah. I was wrong. Um, yeah, I had a couple of wrong things there. I was making a uh, guess like when uh, Lizzie wakes up undressed and then is given jewelry. I thought, oh, she's not actually a buyer. She was a gift or something like that. <laughs> like she wasn't. Oh, uh, I hadn't thought about that. It would have been a good one. But so it's like, oh, that. I figured, oh, my God, now she's there and she can't uh, be what she was planning to be, which was somebody who was going to be you know, smart yeah. about buying a Van Gogh. But turns out meant nothing. Yeah. Uh I, I I do like the, the 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 whole secrecy, but it is always like once a black lister is identified, uh, they they do seem to go down quickly. You know, it's some of these I would think that you know, especially something that's been going on for two hundred years and nobody had an in to stop this before. Yeah, and that it, was it a all big of a sudden falls apart. Party, uh, you know, there should have when you get into that big of a party or that big of an establishment, you know, the blacklist is supposed to be folks that they don't no or on the list right or the you know what was the deal was these are the ones that are so bad you don't know they should be on your most wanted list right and we don't seem to get that all the time and it's kind of disappointing in a sense because we really thought there would be a lot of these you know epic villains and yeah. sometimes they're just ho-hum nobodies that are just kind of little nuisances uh or this one is oh yeah the fbi was aware of it they just weren't able to touch him yeah, was and, what I gathered, and, and and I get that, but that was a big party. There was a lot of people there. How yeah. could they have had that big of an organization and not been able to filter somebody inside? They ran an entire hotel, and the FBI couldn't get someone in there, even over time, because they'd been running for two hundred years. Correct. You you have that. You have all the folks uh, that were going there. The people that would go to these auctions to buy would probably be on radars. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a whole lot going on that seemed to make the plot thin. Uh, and I don't know. Yeah. But at least Lizzie didn't get caught. Because I really thought once she was identified as an imposter that, here we and go they're again. they're going to have to rescue two. And yeah, I was, I was kind go of again. all She's that. She's going to get caught again. <laughs> she wasn't quite super agent. She did exactly what she expected her to do. It was all very realistic. Um, Correct. Yeah, I like. I was kind of all... I got. I was expecting the kid that got away. I was expecting them to go. Oh, let's follow his footprints back to the door that it came out from, and then we can sneak in that door. Right. Uh, I was expecting that. Uh, like he'd uh, run into wrestler and. Uh, right. Some some of the others. Yeah, a absolutely. But anyway, yes, we had Yabari, and he comes to a quick end, so we'll never see him again, and. Had some just side note backstory stuff. Uh, we get a clearer indication of Cooper has the inoperable brain tumor. But Cooper is my new personal hero. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> that was just, yeah. <laughs> just wow. Yeah, tell, you know, I wouldn't, tell me wouldn't, if I care. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I knew he was going to go in there and he was going to do something, but I was like, oh, that's an angle I wasn't quite, you know, right. it makes perfect sense. Uh, right. It absolutely does. But this uh, attorney general who seemed to be his good buddy who helped him out last week, we're now being spun as a guy who's going to blackmail Cooper now. And, you know, the take I take care of my friends and, oh, hey, remember I got you into that trial program. How's that going? So you're going to tell all my, you know, you're going to help me and my yeah. friends. Uh, so, you know, Cooper had to tip off some guy about a 
pending indictment and someday he's not going to do that. So now we're going to have one of those moments where maybe the trials are not working. This drug trial is not going to work and he's uh, Cooper's going to end up uh, being asked to do something else and he's going to refuse to do it and we're all going to go down together type moment. Yeah, agreed. So go down with the hand grenade. Right. Uh, let's see. We've got Tom back. Uh, I'm surprised it took us this long to mention it. Uh, well, I think it's it's kind of a whole separate thing on it because uh, I thought, excuse me, thought about it, but I was like, let's let's Tom is its own section of this yeah. episode. That could for, be a bulk of what we're going to talk about moving forward. So, anything else you want to discuss about what we have here? Uh, got the lousy tucks. Um, yeah, no story this week. The uh, <laughs> that's true. There was no story. I, I looked uh, for the, something, uh, but there wasn't anything in there. They showed all the stuff in there, and there was uh, Captain America's sidecar. Uh, yeah. I saw the Ark of the Covenant in there and the Maltese Falcon. Um, they had a little bit of everything. So just 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 a little side story. So I have been, uh, this has nothing to do with this, but I have actually been in what's called the Center for Military History, and they have all these warehouses in Washington, D.C., uh-huh. and they look like that scene out of um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, where there's warehouses full of stuff. Crates and crates of um, stuff. Crates of things that have been left over from from the wars that have been pulled back. Uh, right. That the the army has said that they will pay for from. Uh, they have paintings from World War II in there that American GIs had bayoneted, and uh, mm-hmm. the army's like, "Oh, we'll we'll pay, take it back and fix them up and give them back to you." And they're just still sitting there. <laughs> um, so as soon as they started showing that, and, the, and I'd seen like some of those vehicles in there. Um, and so I saw that. I was like, wow, this is this looks like CMH, Center for Military History. This is nothing classified. It's, sure, just, sure. it's just that, you know. A lot of it's just old, forgotten stuff. That's neat. Um, but, yeah, that was the whole thing with their little operation. They It, it, it felt like that, you know, especially yeah. when you get into that room. It seemed like Wrestler really had a moment in there, like we were going to develop something with his character there because when it, he walked in, he looked at that little sidecar thing, and there was this look on his face like, well, that's where he becomes Captain America. Right, right it must be um, because he it, it it was it was an odd look because I really thought we were going to get some character development and then they just kind of ran past it. Uh, the the sneeze, brilliant. Yes, I was going to talk about that with the Tom stuff. That was that was cool stuff. Uh, I, I like Tom coming back in, uh, and you, giving her help and having and, that angle. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was really, I got to remember that for an interview next time I have like, you know, an interview or I'm, I'm answering tough questions and litigation and things like that. You know, I'm pretty sure they won't forget, but, um, let's see. Yeah. Let's see if that works while I'm standing trial. Um, but yes, that, that was brilliant. And and you knew it was going to be used obviously, but, uh, it it was, it was, I was actually hoping to get used like several times and almost become a joke, you know, oh the sneezing lady over there. But it was a great use and, uh, yeah, exactly. And I, but I love her response to him. I always thought you just had allergies. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. No, the whole sneeze thing yeah. was was good. And, and before, and did you catch what the song was playing? No. It was Major Tom. Was it nice? <laughs> Auf Deutsch in German, right? So. Which is funny because I will just just to jump ahead. Next week's episode is called The Major, and the week after is Tom Keen. Well, yeah. So this it's, is the uh, next two episodes. So Tom Keen is a blacklister. That's awesome. 
Uh, yeah, he's he's about to be there. But yeah, no, the song was Major Tom, uh, mm-hmm. Auf Deutsch. Just to to mm-hmm. answer any question, the tattoo on his back said Germany for Germans, basically. That's what I thought it said. I know yeah, Germany wasn't... for the Germans, more specifically. Or Germans for Germany, or so. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was it was Germany for the Germans. Uh, obviously, it was a uh, you know he had SS on there, so it was some. some uh, he was getting he was getting done up well as part of his uh, new cover, cover and uh, Christoph Mannheim's his name. Yeah, and uh, and his new—they're going to call him the steamroller. <laughs> exactly, uh. man. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's cool. I mean, he meets with some old guy at the beginning, and I believe that's the guy who's the major for next week. Is that the guy who Red was talking to on the phone? That's the guy from Aliens. That's Bishop from Aliens. Right, but was that the guy who Red was talking to on the phone last week with the phone Maybe. number that they found? I don't know. Would they tie that back in that quickly? Was it part of the Whalen Corporation? I don't know. <laughs> From going to aliens, <laughs> I know. Um, maybe. Because I'm. I, I, I got to go I back. Thought about that, but that's a good. It was good the first thing, thing I thought, and so I got to go back to last week's episode when we have the little scene with him, and kind of do a voice comparison. I'm wondering if somebody else out there did that. Let us know. But I, I got the sense that. That guy was the same guy. That was just my initial instinct. Bud. He called him Bud. So I don't know if it was Bud like, hey, bro, what's up, dude? Right. But it Bud. Or, or Bud. Uh, but he meets with him. He, I, I do love that he was helping Lizzie go undercover. He was calling her. There's obviously something he wants to get back in with that. So, well, They touched I mean, it. We, I think we decided he, he could, did fall for her. He did care for her, yes. Yeah. Uh, there was, I think, kind of no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Otherwise, he could have easily, if 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 it was really all just the job, he could have easily have just killed her and moved on. Yeah. But that wasn't even the job. His, and, and we still don't know what his role was. Uh, was it to protect her from something, or was it to infiltrate, to get to spy? I don't know. Uh, we'll we'll learn more about that probably in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's it's. I'm actually surprising for as long as she held him captive that we haven't. She didn't get that out of him herself. And, and I'm I'm trying to recall uh, the the interrogations that she was having with him, and it really she was all after Berlin, right? It was all and after and, Berlin. and he wasn't. She didn't care. She had moved on. Was her response to him about that? Because I believe he even asked her, "Don't you want to know why?" And things like that. And it was it didn't matter it was berlin and red and that that was her job now i do like that we're going to kind of maybe follow him a little bit i wonder if maybe though in in two weeks that episode actually won't be a blacklist episode and it'll just be a tom keen episode which could be cool driving around in a mustang in germany <laughs> and they or they could have lizzie do the mustang commercials and he could be driving around uh in yeah. germany but uh th- that that probably is something the show could do as one of those reverse spins on it and just give us an episode totally with him. And then we truly learn about him as an audience. Right. Uh, but, the thing is, he's that villain that we don't want to like, but I think we all do. Right. Right. Um, so, and I'm not so sure the writers or the, the creators are necessarily wanting us to hate him because he is a likable character. He's, he's pretty badass and we don't know really what his angle is i mean what was his purpose right you know when when it 
came crunch time and he was uh, found out, you know, he went into, you know, survival mode. But True. was it necessarily that he... I don't know. Because, like I said, we don't know what his mission was other than it was her. her. Yeah, it was surveillance. Um... Yeah. Sorry, I totally blanked there. Okay. <laughs> was it surveillance? Was it protection? Was it uh, ambush? Mm-hmm. We don't think it was ambush because we know that he saw uh, Tom and Red got together in, what was it, Kansas City. And they they both knew who each other was but played it off like they didn't, you know, which we found out after the fact. You know, so it wasn't necessarily ambush because if it was assassination, he would have just taken it right there. Um, they didn't know who he... They didn't know that the they, other knew each other. Right. Right. However, when you go to that scene when Red sends him away, did they just at that point realize who each other were, or did they always know and they even knew? I them? think they both realized that they played each other. Right. Um, and they Red they were trying to play it like off, feeling like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tom. Tom probably wasn't too surprised. Red probably was. Right. Um, so, I don't know. But Red had always not trusted him, so Red was always sure. aware of that. Uh, and like what Red ever will trust him, right? And what we've come to learn is, towards the end, there is that you know Tom kept asking or telling Lizzie, you know, ask Red, you know, ask him why he's doing this, and you know he's he's not telling you everything either. Yeah, so that means and that's Tom the protection mode. Yeah, right. So what does he know? So there's there's big pieces to the puzzle that both of them could probably answer for us at any Who's time first yeah they just well why would you do that now because well yeah absolutely milk, milk it for all it's worth uh let's see he, so he gets in his bar fight so obviously his infiltration going into this thing in germany is with this uh guy there and getting in with these like you said uh neo-nazis neo-nazis that's uh, Really, kind of what they are. Can't really, can't quite call them skinheads, but they're basically, you know, neo Nazis. Same idea. Yeah. Yeah. I really wish I had the Blues Brothers queued up right now. <laughs> um, you know, I hate Illinois Nazis. Um, yeah. So he's in Dresden, Christoph Mannheim. Um, yeah, I think that's it. It was an easy. Uh, and uh, let's see. Then we had, uh, before we got to that, there was uh, the moment, actually, I liked in the uh, car with uh, Red and Lizzie, where he was telling her uh, never to be helped again, never to do that again. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, he's so damaged, you can't accept help, you don't feel like you do discovery, <laughs> and it's like, you know, you're supposed to say thank you, thank you, don't never do that again, do that again. <laughs> and I... I did a total like, oh, that's awesome. But what was kind of, and I thought that's where we were going to get our story. Uh, you know, you, I, I you got him alone with somebody. We got the story was the whole Bolivia thing. That was really right. the closest we got. Right, um, and this is and the was, this is another time we've heard about Red in Bolivia. We have heard about it yes, before. Yes, we have we? not. This is not the first time we've heard about Red in Bolivia. We've heard it a couple times from different blacklisters. So okay. something big happened in Bolivia. I because I believe didn't. Uh, was it recently? Was it did Luther Braxton say something about Bolivia? I had to go check my notes. Uh, but there's, I, I, the Bolivia rings bells with me for other reasons. So I wasn't sure if, for why I'll check my uh, notes, but I'm sure other people out there too. Uh, 
what else? Something, something. There's something with Bolivia because I know we've heard right. about Bolivia multiple times here. Uh, no, uh, Luther Braxton was Belgrade, Belgrade, right? But uh, there's something I know we've heard Bolivia before. That just seems to ring a bell for me. Uh, but I at that scene too, I I think you saw emotion with him too because he was tearing up, and I don't know if that was intentional or. Well, because she was, she, but he he certainly was. She she basically admitted, you know, f you, f everything. I do care about you, and you're making me admit it. And I think he kind of was like, okay, uh, you know, we're done. Can you take the damn department now? Uh, right. <laughs> uh, which I'm curious as to how she can do without being taken for a bribe. Um, you right. know what I mean? Right. Unless something gets admitted that... Or she's just living there, and it's not in her name or something like that. I mean, I'm sure... Red's a smart guy. I'm sure he can he can get around it and... It's knowing him, he put it in her name six years ago. Right. It's always been hers. Yeah. yeah. That, that's um, how he would play it off. Uh, and I'll bet you, actually, I bet you that may come back. If if the whole thing comes up, it'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? It won't be a bribe. You've owned this since you were born or something like that. You know, it's. Um, well, and, and I believe we're having a episode come up soon where she's going to have to testify about something. Uh, it maybe, looks like she's testifying about herself. Yeah, and maybe that'll get brought up. Whoever's digging into her says, well, and tell us about this apartment you all of a sudden have. Yeah, I can see that being a question. Yeah. And uh, she might have to explain how she came across that and obviously can't reveal her source. Lots going on. Uh, we're hitting a little bit of a sprint here, uh, it feels like, with the next couple episodes. Yep. Now that Tom has been fully reintroduced, I don't think we're going to see little of him. I think we're going to see a lot of him. Yeah, he'll um, be heavy in the next. Which is months, good, so. and he's a he's a favorite character, and I think the show could use that because I, I checked some ratings, and the show's been struggling. It's still doing great for ratings, but it's struggling versus what it was doing on the Monday night slot, which is interesting. Uh, it's really? doing it's doing about two million less viewers uh, on the Thursday night slot than the Monday night slot. So uh, I don't know if that was expected or anticipated. So what we need is all of our listeners to each go get one million more viewers, and we're back to where we were. Right. <laughs> uh, go tell one million of your friends, and we're back up to where we were. Exactly. All both of our listeners. Both of our <laughs> listeners. So I'll, I'll do that, and you do that. So. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's but it's still getting plenty of viewership. That it's it's going to be fine. It does get great reviews, and the, I don't think the show's going anywhere. I don't think it's 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 not one of those shows that needs the uh, huge viewership to bring in financial dollars to keep the show on the air. It's it's going to do well regardless. But, you know, compared to the big crime dramas that are on every week, uh, the, you know, NCIS, CSI, I mean, they're pulling in 16 million. This show's right now pulling in eight. So, they, yeah. but I don't know. We might get a night switch again at some point. Who knows? I know they're trying to get it into a more desirable spot at 9 p.m. as opposed to 10, uh, which works for me as an East Coaster because I always thought 10 was a little late, but. Rough, yeah. Maybe that could be hurting in some way. I don't know. I, I, I watch so little network television, I don't know what other night they could put it up against uh, to get better. So what are our next ones? Do we have dates on our next episodes? Well, we, we uh, from what I can tell, according to the postings, I checked IMDb and Wikipedia. They usually kind of have that in there. They have one next week, and then there's the one following. is called Tom Keen. Uh, Wikipedia puts it as the week after, but IMDb does not have a date. And I know like we're, we're in March and... March, March Madness, Madness is coming up, coming up. Yeah. and March Madness starts on Thursdays. 
uh, could be something that they might um, give us a two-week break to let basketball kind of get out of the way. Okay. But who knows? So we will see. Uh, right. But as far as that, uh, we'll wrap up this one. Uh, lots, lots went on tonight, so let us know what your thoughts it were. Was. It was, and, it was uh, a busy, good episode. Yeah, a lot of notes. So let us know what your notes were, what your thoughts were. Uh, you can email us at blacklist.podcastturbia.com. You can also uh, post on Facebook or the Twitter. The uh, Twitter. At Podcast Turbia. And uh, check us out on uh, iTunes. Like us. Facebook. Facebook, all that stuff. We'll appreciate that. So that's it for this week. We will uh, see you all next week. Good night, everybody.